one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerkier video. We've got a lot of great stories, and our first story of the day is from Alicia. Am I the jerk for leaving my boyfriend I've been financially supporting after a big argument? I left my boyfriend of three years a few days ago. We lived together for roughly a year, and we were moving into our own place alone together after being with roommates the day I left him. He's always had a temper, male 39, and me, female 24, have always hated it. Recently, he got fired from his job, and I've been fully financially supporting him for the last couple of months. He kept promising he'd get another job, but wouldn't even apply, so I'd have to, and then he'd bomb his interviews. The roommate we had hated him because, as I said before, he has a temper, and he can get quite mean. I kept telling him that if we got our own place, he'd need a job. Obviously, he never listened. Now, this man has been my best friend, and the person I love most in the world for years now. I wouldn't have left him solely because of that, but he's also become insanely paranoid, claiming that the upstairs neighbor was purposely banging around so he'd leave and faked a broken leg and crutches to cover up for it. He doesn't do any activity anymore, and I'm a long-distance runner. He doesn't enjoy travel or anything, but I love him, I really do. I have the most fun hanging out with him ever and he makes me feel taken care of in a way. On the day we moved, he decided he hated the place I found. It was fully renovated but had construction outside which I warned him about. I quite honestly loved it and since he had him working, it was really the only option on my income alone. After he decided he hated the place, he began yelling at me that I was the worst thing that had ever happened to him, that I was a plague on his life that he was leaving me and wanted to be free of me forever. As we were moving, this continued and kept escalating, which he later justified because I wouldn't shut up, and my voice was the worst thing he'd ever heard, and even when I lifted a heavy box with him and tripped, he yelled at me that I was faking apologizing. He left for hours that night and then when he came home, informed I did nothing like always because I didn't put the wheels on the bed frame. The wheels were packed separately in his stuff. Again, I've been fully financially supporting him for months, found us a new home, and was trying to find him a job. He once again yelled that we were breaking up. So I left. I left the home I so desperately wanted with him. Since he doesn't work, he isn't even on the lease. I bought no furniture for him and have been staying at a friend's and mom's since. The next day, he sent me a slew of text messages about how I've abandoned and traumatized him. He gave me an ultimatum that I would have to be back that night or it was really over. I didn't go back. Honestly, I feel really guilty for abandoning him when he isn't well. I also feel really bad about the fact that he was dependent on me for money. Currently, he's still in our apartment alone and I haven't cut off the internet for him yet. So, am I the jerk? Would you guys agree with me when I say that OP is clearly not the jerk? and has honestly let things go surprisingly on a lot longer than they ever should have been in the first place. 
Or is it reasonable considering OP's love for their boyfriend? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Vast Explorer 8339 Am I the jerk for not babysitting my niece? I'm 21-year-old female, my niece is 4-year-old female, my brother-in-law is 30-year-old male, and my sister is 28-year-old female. From the minute my sister gave birth, she's been teaching her daughter consent. That she can say no to anything. That she's not obligated to do anything, etc. This has caused quite a few problems in her marriage because she doesn't make her daughter bond with her father. If her daughter doesn't want to see her father, my sister doesn't make her. This has caused my niece and her father to have little to no bond or relationship. This isn't from lack of trying on my brother-in-law's side. He's tried everything to bond with his daughter, but my sister shuts it down every time because my niece doesn't want to. My sister has a very strict rule that nobody's obligated to talk to, touch, or even look at my niece. This applies to every single person. I don't question it because who am I to question my sister's parenting? I'm also very respectful of this rule and have never broken it. Recently, she asked me if I would babysit for her while her and my brother-in-law went on a date. I told her if my niece says yes, I'll do it, but if she says no, I won't. My sister was okay with that. My sister brought my niece to my house and I asked her, my niece, if she wants me to babysit her. She says no. So I tell my sister that I won't babysit my niece. My sister gets mad and starts screaming at me and telling me I'm a horrible aunt. After all was said and done, she left. Later on in the night, my parents call me and tell me my sister tattled on me to them. They're on my side and believe I did the right thing and took the best course of action, but I thought I'd come get a second opinion. Am I the jerk for leading my sister on and not helping her in the end? I'm not really one to judge anybody's parenting, but and I think while it's fair enough if you as a parent want to have very strict rules about who can talk to, touch, or even look at your niece, or well, kid, I think there's definitely a threshold where it becomes ridiculous to expect a babysitter to follow these very strict rules, especially a free one at that. And especially the main thing, the kid said no. This next story is from Much Campaign 9139 Am I the jerk for ruining a happy family moment by correcting a lie? So here's the deal. I'm 16-year-old male, got step-siblings 18-year-old female, 17-year-old female, and 15-year-old male. My dad married their mom when I was 8. About a month before they got married, which is when they became engaged, they sat the four of us down and asked for us to give our blessing on the marriage. My step-siblings all did and were eager for it to happen. I was not. All four of us lost our other parent before that point. Their dad died about three or four years before that point, and my mom died two years before. At this time, dad asked me why, and I said it was all too fast for me and I wasn't ready for a new family to come in and take over what used to be us and mom. They told me my reason wasn't good enough and they're ready and I would thank them one day. They've forever talked about how special our family is because we chose to be a family. We got to pick our family, etc. I've told my dad and his wife both now how much it bothers me when they say it like that because I hadn't chosen this. They told me I would come to understand with time. It's been 8 years. I don't feel different than I did 8 years ago. I didn't choose them and honestly, I likely wouldn't choose them if I had a choice. They all like to ignore the fact I said what I did and instead say all four kids agreed and were excited for the wedding. Even my step-siblings will say I chose them and they chose me. 
only half of that is true. My dad and his wife celebrated eight years married with some family. Everyone else was having a good time, but I was annoyed hearing all about how we were family by choice and how we chose one another. So I spoke up. I said everyone else chose, but that I'd said no one asked and I was told my reasons weren't good enough, so they chose for me. I said I understand I don't get to dictate my dad's life, and that's fine, but the least they could do is not lie and say I chose this marriage and family. The mood soured, my parents couldn't believe dad had dismissed me way back when, and then talked about how happy I was about it. My dad, his wife, and my step-siblings said I spoiled a happy family moment with my outburst, and that makes me childish and mean. Am I the jerk? Personally, I feel like you could never be the jerk for correcting somebody who is misconstruing what your decision was on a major moment in not just your life, but five other people's lives. I think that same sentiment could apply to any story regardless of how big or ridiculous it is. Whether it's giving your blessing on this marriage or how back in the day when you were younger you were so excited to try this new sushi place and they keep telling everybody how happy of a moment it was when the whole family went out to the sushi place that you were happily excited for when the reality was you hate sushi and you want to go to a burger place. I think you'd want to get a word in and say, well that's not right, you're just misconstruing me altogether. And that doesn't make you a jerk. And by the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from ThrowAITA54907. Am I the jerk for pointing out an acquaintance's grandfather was not a war hero? I'm a 34-year-old male. An acquaintance of mine, a friend of friends, 38-year-old male, is part Italian. His grandfather moved to the US in the late 40s, remarried to an American woman who is acquaintance's grandmother, and lived to a pretty old age as far as I understand it. He's my acquaintance's absolute hero. I see this acquaintance quite often through my friends, and he often talks about how his grandfather was a war veteran because of his service in the Italian army during World War II. At first I was like, whatever, but lately I've come to know him as a pretty liberal guy. As such, it struck me as odd that he was so proud of his grandfather, given that he had served in the fascist Italian army under Mussolini before World War II even started. So way before Italy switched allegiance, according to the acquaintance himself, one night the acquaintance referred to his grandfather as a war hero. Not a veteran, a war hero kind of drawing the line at dubbing the Axis powers war heroes, I said, well, I don't know about a hero. He asked what that's supposed to mean. I said, well, I get he's your grandfather, but just don't feel comfortable with you glorifying Mussolini's fascist army like that. He got upset and said his grandfather wasn't a fascist. I crawled back saying, I'm sure he didn't really have a choice, but he did fight alongside the Germans. That's just a fact. He kind of fell silent after this, so one of my friends backed me up. Turns out, he didn't know whose side Italy was on during the war. He thought it was just Germany and Japan, and therefore just assumed Italy was an allied power. I don't know why, honestly. I learned this in school and I'm not of Italian descent. I just assumed he knew. So now I've inadvertently wrecked his whole image of his grandfather. He started denying it at first, saying it couldn't possibly be true. I admittedly, rather superfluously, tried to drive my point home by saying, 
That's probably why you moved to the US after the war. Looking back, I think that was a bit uncalled for because I have no idea if it's true and he was clearly just processing this revelation. So that's where I'd say I was definitely the jerk. However, I heard from my friend the other day that the acquaintance has been pissed at me for the entire month since this happened and blames me for ruining his view of his grandfather. I didn't mean to, but I also don't think I was in the wrong. Am I the jerk? I think this might be legitimately one of the most fun and or interesting am I the jerk here stories I've read in a while. It's not very often you hear a story of an acquaintance getting their grandfather's image shattered because they didn't realize they fought alongside the Germans in World War II. Personally, I think OP's not the jerk. If anything, I see this as just breaking the news to them before they end up broadcasting that amazing image of their grandfather to even more people who also understand where Italy stood in World War II. They might have saved them from looking like a fascist themselves to people who actually really got that connection. This next story is from MassiveBad2794. Am I the jerk for telling my mom to screw off and leaving? I'm 18 year old male. Last year, my mom got a new boyfriend. She has him wrapped around her thumb. He doesn't live with us, but when he comes over, he thinks he can order me around. My mom tells him lies about me, and he lectures me for at least an hour without listening to my side of the story. Yesterday, when I came home from school and he was at the house, he lectured me for the usual hour about helping around the house because he said, and I quote, Your mother told me that you do nothing around the house. You need to pull up your socks and help her out. This is unfair to her. Then he did a complete 180 and started saying that it's his fault that I'm so incompetent. He even says that he wishes he met my mom earlier so he could teach me how to be a man. Before he finished his rant, I went to my room and locked the door. A little while later, my mom got home from work. Her boyfriend had gone home by this point. I was outside with my cat and my mom started to scream at the top of her lungs at me for disrespecting her boyfriend like I did. And frankly, I had enough. She yells, screams, and swears at me basically every other day for stupid stuff, like me leaving the light of my room on for two minutes while I go to the bathroom, and I've put up with it, but I can't deal with it anymore. I stood up and went inside. I called my uncle and explained my situation and asked if the cat and I could stay with him until I got on my feet. He thankfully agreed to let me stay. So I started packing and loading everything into my car. My mom saw me and demanded to know what I was doing. And I said, mom, I'm moving out. Then she demanded to know where I was going. Here's where I may be the jerk. I was done with her yelling and screaming at me and I didn't want her to come to my uncle's house and scream at me. So I said, It's none of your business. Screw you and screw off. Then I made sure I got everything of mine and the cats. After that, I got in my car and drove away. Now at my uncle's house, my mom and her boyfriend are blowing up my phone with calls and text messages. My dad even called and called me a jerk for leaving like I did and saying what I said. So now I'm here. Am I the jerk for telling my mom to screw off and leaving? Would you guys agree with me that OP was clearly in not a favorable position and frankly in some ways getting abused by their mom here and that it makes complete sense for them to get out of there and it makes complete sense for the way they handled things? Or could OP have handled it a little bit more quietly or a little less rudely? Let me know if you guys agree in the comments down below. This next story is from Zealous Idealize 984 
Am I the jerk for making my vacation group sign a paper saying they can't back out last minute since it impacts everyone else financially? So I'm going on vacation, I'm the organizer, and about 6 months with 12 friends. I love vacationing with friends, even though it can be a big pain in the A getting people to commit. This time fortunately, I was able to get people to commit pretty quickly. I've had problems in the past with people trying to bail last minute, expecting to get their money back, ultimately becoming pissed off with the fact that they don't get their money back, even though we all agreed that you wouldn't get the money back from the start. The problem is, it impacts others financially, since others will have to pay money they never agreed to in order to cover the cost of the person who bailed. So today, I created a document stating that if you back out last minute, then you pay regardless of if you attend or not, since other people shouldn't have to pay money that they never agreed to, all because someone decided to bail. I asked everyone to sign it, and two people got annoyed that I asked this of them, and basically said that they shouldn't have to sign a paper over this. My response was that if they plan to follow through with the trip and be a fair person, there's no need to not sign it. I also stated that if they don't want to sign it, they can feel free to not attend. Am I the jerk? I think OP is not the jerk here. I can't imagine organizing a trip with 12 friends, being the one overseeing all the costs, the hotel costs, the food, tickets to wherever, reservations. I think it's only fair that once you get everything locked down to a certain point, there's no refund button on a 12-person reservation, tickets, hotel room packages, etc. type deal. Our next story is from Brother Throwaway 119 Am I the jerk for telling my sister-in-law that I don't see why I should pay rent? I, 18-year-old male, and the younger brother to Will, 30-year-old male. My mother died of a heart issue when I was 5, and my father wasn't the best person to me, maybe because of my mother dying, but that wasn't an excuse for the things he was doing to me. When I was 9, my brother went through a lot of court and custody trials to get a hold of me, and won in the end, partially due to the fact that I was open about not wanting to stay with my dad. When Will was 24, he got married to my current sister-in-law, Kara, 31-year-old female. Kara doesn't really like me, not in an aggressive way, but she's always treated me more like I was a guest or visitor who had overstayed their welcome even trying to move me to the couch after they had their newborn son because why should we get a new house when this one already has two rooms? Will was very adamant about the fact that we moved to have more room, so we did. He's always treated me similarly to how he treats his son, with a bit more jokes and non-serious insults in the mix. He's the only family I really have, and he's good family too. My nephew of course is considered family too, and I do love him, but not in quite the same way I care about Will. When I turned 16, I got a job because I didn't want to be leeching off of the two of them. I work as a merchandise assistant, nothing amazing, but it makes money. Kara has always had something to say about what I buy, about how I should have been saving or that what I was buying was unimportant stuff. I do have a savings account and I put some of every paycheck in there. Now that I've turned 18, Kara's trying to make me pay rent, and it's causing constant arguments between her and Will. Yesterday I got sick of it and told her that, I live here, I've lived here longer than you even, so why should I pay rent? Not to add on to the fact that what I do with my money isn't your business. It did stop the argument in all fairness, but Will also told me later I should have kept out of it. And now, Kara keeps sending me dirty looks and sly comments every time she sees me. 
to the point that I've just started eating out or in a different room so that the tension doesn't boil over. I don't know, maybe I am the jerk and should just compromise with her to keep the peace, but it doesn't feel fair. So, am I the jerk? I think OP is not the jerk here. I think Kira just fails to understand or accept the dynamic that's going on between OP and their brother. To be honest, I think their brother's kind of like a fatherly figure for OP. OP staying there isn't like a mooch. It's a loving, almost kind of like staying as a child in a parent's home type dynamic. Our next story is from thrownaway 5582 Am I the jerk for telling my coworker her pregnancy isn't that big a deal? I, 22-year-old male, work with a girl, 18-year-old female, who we'll call H, who's currently pregnant. She announced that she was three weeks along, despite telling everyone she didn't want anyone to know, and naturally everyone, myself included, congratulated her on it. In the last week, she's made every excuse under the sun to get out of doing work, and always uses the excuse, I'm pregnant so I can't do it. When I say get out of work, I mean she won't lift a finger. I could ask her to put something in the bin that's near her and she'll say she can't do it because she's not allowed to do any heavy lifting. I also work with another girl, 20 year old female, Jay, who's also pregnant. Her kid is basically falling out of her and she does more work than anyone else even when she's about to pop. Yesterday Jay was sitting down taking a break when H approaches her and asks her for her seat saying she's exhausted from work. She's been clocked in no more than 10 minutes. Jay told her no because she's been having problems with her back which is causing discomfort. H responded with, Don't be so dramatic. You don't need to worry about being pregnant for much longer. I have another 9 months to go. Jay began to look physically upset at this. So I stepped in and told H that her pregnancy wasn't nearly as bad as Jay's due to the fact that she's been pregnant for 5 minutes and told her she needs to stop acting like the world owes her a fever because it isn't that big of a deal right now. She stormed off in a huff. Jay thinks I'm in the clear and was grateful someone confronted her and a handful of others think I did the right thing too calling her out. However, a good 70% of the staff believe I'm a jerk and need to apologize immediately for, and I quote, saying her child was meaningless. So, am I the jerk? I think OP's clearly not the jerk, and I think that is some serious mental gymnastics going on here to say, trying to lay claim that OP said that child was meaningless, when they were essentially saying your baby right now weighs almost nothing at all, and they're about to pop, so let them keep the seat. In a couple weeks, in a month, maybe they'd have a case. But aren't they still almost weightless at three weeks? Our next story is from What A Life. Am I the jerk for micromanaging and making our nanny quit? We have a two-year-old and a newborn. I'm a stay-at-home mom and this is my first time having a nanny. I was weary and I don't want to leave my kids with strangers, but I just decided I would bring her along on errands to call my mind. After my C-section, I felt better than the first time around and was mobile. My needs changed and I needed more help like cleaning and running errands. I called and asked if she would be okay with it. She did mention in her interview she has no problem cleaning up after my daughter, but is not a housekeeper. Depending on scope of work, she would be raising her hourly price. I asked her to just try for a week and see how she felt, and she agreed. Sometimes the kitchen was a bit messy and I would see if she would take initiative and clean it, but no. She only cleaned after daughter. 
I asked again if she would mind doing extra housework so I could be with daughter more, and she mentioned pay again, so I dropped it. What I just wanted was someone to help out with the house so I could be the one to put my daughter down, give her food, etc. She called me three weeks in and let me know she thought I was micromanaging. I told her I would step back, but I wasn't happy she wasn't benefiting DD educationally, and we went with her because we thought she was worth it. I even suggested creating a timetable of home activities since I wasn't comfortable with her going out alone with her so they could have a set schedule every day. There was also incidents where she was on her phone around my daughter and I let her know that was unacceptable and she took accountability. I also wanted to add she wasn't flexible and often couldn't stay late when I asked due to other nanny gigs. About a month later, I was observing her cleaning up Blueberry's daughter at throne while she was eating. She swept everything except this one small piece of the smushed blueberry. I watched as she left it under the island, threw away the Swiffer pad, and went to the bathroom. I was mad, and I didn't want to say anything for fear of her saying I'm micromanaging, but I couldn't hold back. I thought maybe she would come clean it up after she got out. I sent daughter to go play and waited for her. I asked if she was finished cleaning, and she said yes. I showed her the blueberry piece she had left, and she said she thought she swept all the blueberries and didn't see that. I didn't believe that because I was sitting right there watching her and I saw her put it there and leave it. I told her that she'd already made it clear that she wasn't comfortable doing extra housework at her pay, but if she couldn't even keep daughter's area clean, this wouldn't work. After a little back and forth, she said she's not comfortable and will be resigning. I told her I agree, she should leave and she said goodbye and left. I paid her for the full days out of the week she worked, plus three hours. So am I the jerk? I don't think me upkeeping the standards I set for my own house are micromanaging, and I think I'm within my right to want things a certain way. I think OP is the jerk. Personally, I don't blame them for having a standard of care that they want, and admittedly we don't know the details of how much they were paying this nanny, but I think you pay what you get for, and it sounds like what OP was expecting is just outside the scope of a nanny. And our final story of the day is from Substance OK2416. Am I the jerk for not saving my girlfriend's son when he was pinned under a bench press? I'm a 36-year-old man, and my girlfriend is 34. I'll call her Jenny. She has a son, who's 14, from a previous relationship. I'll call him George. Jenny and I get along well in basically all but one department, George. As bad as this is going to make me sound, I really don't like this kid. But Jenny's rose-tinted glasses for him might as well be painted with a coat of black at this point. She legitimately cannot stop enabling his bad behavior, let alone recognize it for what it is. This friction has only gotten worse as she's moved in with me two months ago because they could no longer afford to live alone. I have a basement gym that I've poured over $7,000 into. It has multiple types of high-end barbells, a power rack, and various other equipment. In past days, I was a competitive power lifter, and although I've scaled back a lot on that front, I still train very hard. When Jenny and George moved in, George started to use my home gym uninvited. I first warned him not to, but by lying through his teeth, he has consistently done it behind my back. I can tell because he leaves barbells loaded and equipment moved. 
I then put a lock on the door, which George broke down with a hammer. I then reinforced the door and put a new lock on, which George could not penetrate. Jenny, however, insists on having a spare key to the basement, and I recently learned that she's been loaning it to George. She tried cleaning up after him, but I could tell. Since he and she are home during the day as he takes lessons online, see, plays Minecraft with a teacher muted, I can do nothing about it. Jenny won't return my key either. A couple days ago, I got home from work and decided to hit the gym. Noticing the door open, I walked down the stairs only to find George in the middle of a bench press set. As I watched him from the stairs, he went for one rep too many and got pinned. He was in no danger at any point because the barbell was low on a sternum and plus it was only like 80 pounds. After 30 seconds of panic mode, he finally got the bright idea to dump the weight, to which I gave him a slow clap. I started to tell him that that's what happens when you work out alone, and he then shrieked at me red-faced. Then he insulted my strength, to which I responded that I'm not the one getting pinned under an 80-pound bench. He ran upstairs, basically in tears, and then told Jenny what I'd said. Jenny is also furious at me, and they're both giving me the silent treatment. She says I should have handled the situation better, but I say I kind of did when I installed the heavy-duty door and put a new lock on it. I'm going to be changing the lock tomorrow. Did I go too far with how I dealt with George here? Personally, I think OP is clearly not the jerk here. I think OP did everything within their power to reasonably prevent George from getting into their basement. Both George and Jenny clearly didn't respect that, and they don't see the danger in George lifting all these weights by himself when he very well could pin himself like that. I think considering OP knew that they weren't in any danger in that situation, it was okay that they let it happen, because I think letting it happen is going to be one way to instill that fear and respect for lifting a bench press by yourself in George. I don't know if the kid that stubborn is going to figure it out otherwise. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk here story that was crazier than any of the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. But with that said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.